of a beatnik. You better. They need to look it up. You see Korea. It's your girl Katana Safia in the building as always. And this is Life, Life of, of a Beatnik podcast. podcast. Yeah. We hey. haven't been that professional in Mad Long. Probably since the show started, honestly. Um, just keeping it real. I'm in chill vibe, so I was like, "Oh snap! I almost, almost missed the beat." It's all good, you know. Like, I'm, I'm actually a little tipsy. <laughs> I've been drinking a little earlier. Jeez. You've been drinking. I've been sipping. <laughs> what you sipping on? You know the usual um, brown liquor. Any? You already. Mm. The funny thing is, though, I'm really a cognac. I'm not a cognac man that much. I'm really a whiskey dude. Mm, okay. But you know, um, I I, I kind of like you know go with what my homies is is drinking. So I like whiskey too. Have you yeah. ever had the cinnamon flavored one, the Fireball? Have I? I, th- I love I think, that. I think I actually so have, good. Yeah. Is it so good? Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good. I don't remember. I the anything cinnamon I remember was like Goldschlager. You know what I mean? That was like. Mm. Yeah. Don't get me to line. I don't know what the names of anything is. Yeah. Um. You know. <laughs> Drinking, yo. Let me ask you this, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I hate to be <laughs> that person, but you know, drinking liquor is like drinking a cup of liquid sugar. Pretty much, yeah. It's so much sugar. Yeah, yeah. I gotta take a piss right now. Shit. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, fans. Ah, huh? like my gosh, my gosh. TMI. <laughs> okay, sorry, he's guys. definitely drunk. Yeah, because he just came left field with that. Yeah, I'm facts. Like, Touching my invisible pearls. Over here. <laughs> Home training, anyone? Oh, stop it. Stop being so prissy. <laughs> anyway, what's up, what's world? Mm, what's, what's up, good? y'all? What's, what's up good? to all the listeners? Well, you beatniks, you crazy motherfuckers out there. Love y'all. Yeah, yeah, always, always. You know it. So, what's good? What's good? What's going on? Yeah, you know, um, had a great week. You look very uh, cozy over there. I'm chilling, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh, man. Yeah, um, we, we think we haven't really spoke all week. No, we haven't. You know, it's just been life. We've yeah. been lifing. Yeah. You know, you know we've been 2024-ing. Still, but yeah, still beginning of the year. You know, we still got to kind of get acclimated. Definitely. Because, you know, when, when the holidays are here, it's like a big transition from that back to like regular, regular life. Yeah. And it's almost like, uh, it's, slightly, it's slightly depressing. You know, um, I take it back about not making the, the New Year's resolution. I sort of kind of made a slight one. Which was? Which was actually to be more on time. Mm. Things, you know. Well, that was one of my ones from way back. That was yeah. like my, my, my mom era. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. how's it been working out for it's you? It's been working out very well. You know, I've been proud of myself, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, um, says as we were late last week to Kiki Quiet show. Shout out Kiki Quiet. Why you, why you have to say that? <laughs> why you have to say that? We were working and ended up working late, but we still made it. Yeah, yeah. That, God that, was on our that, side. That was different, though. That was a little different. Let's speak about that because, yeah. you know, we did tell y'all we were going to be outside. Right, right. And we were outside. And that was an awesome show, by the way. Yes, yo. Shout yeah. out. What was it called? The, the spot was called Heaven Can Wait. Right, right. In Manhattan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the production who put on the, the showcase was called Put Me On. Shout out, Put Me you On. You already. Um, the vibes were amazing in there. Like, yeah, it's man. been a minute. Super talents, man. Mad talent. Yeah. I know y'all saw it on the IG because we was definitely getting our post on, trying to show love to all the great artists. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Facts. You're definitely going to hear a lot of their music on Beatnik Radio here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, as well mm-hmm. as hopefully having some of them come to the show. Facts. That would be, be dope. Yeah, I mean, everybody was super supportive. 
Kiki Quiet killed it. You know what I'm saying? Did her motherfucking thing. You already. But let's talk about Shout that. Shout out the sis. Let's talk about that supportiveness. Of yeah, wasn't the it amazing? It was amazing. Like, what was the last time you felt that kind of love just from comrade to say, comrade? I was going to say, coming from the era that we come from, we did not always experience those type of things. Yes. You know I mean, I, I don't think we didn't experience it because when you're good, you know, especially being from New York, when you're good, people will give you the ice grill. But right. by by this by the first hook, second chorus, you know, for second verse, and they're like, okay, they got it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. You'll see them vibes. So you really have to get people into. I think in this case, people like showed up to show out for other artists. And you know what? Which the, was dope. The thing is for people like you and myself because we are. Usually at these showcases, we are the different type of acts. Because Absolutely. We, I'm supporting everybody. Right. We Because we're singers. You know, sometimes when people sit there and they hear rap all day. For uh, like 62 artists straight. Yeah, straight. <laughs> and, and, and let's talk about back in the days, like how shit used to be. Because you have these uh, these rappers who come up there. They would do, they're supposed to do two songs, right? But they end, okay. up, do, end up doing like six. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because they want to they want to bring up a song that they man and they don't give a fuck about who else got to go on the stage. They just yep. give a fuck about getting their shit off. Oh, man. And then they got to they got a freestyle at the end of the joint. You you brought it back because I remember yeah. those days, man. I mean, oh, even yeah. me and Kavion, there was one particular um, showcase that we had to conquer. Yeah. And this was years ago at this point. Man, I couldn't even tell you how long ago this was. This is when I had the um the Chronicles mixtape out with mm. all the, the hip hop beats that I read. Right, right, right. And me and Kavion went to this thing. He said, meet me in the city. He said, it starts like the shit started at like 11. You know mm. what I'm saying? Okay. We got work in the morning. We trying to be responsible out You're here. Already. So we go there. We dress to the nines. The first night, literally our name was like number 73. Oh, <laughs> shit. And we actually sat there. and was like, Kavion the was whole like, listen. night, right? Yeah. Kavion mm-hmm. was like, listen, I'm not going nowhere until I perform. And it started getting one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. I said, listen, I got to go back to Queens. So I got to go. Right, so right. he's like, nope, I'm not leaving. Mm. Call me the next day. So how was it? Did you get on? Nope, I didn't get on. Oh, damn. The next following weekend, now I was in my bag. I'm like, I'm not leaving until I get on that stage. I'm not leaving. Kavion got tired and was like, bitch, I'm out. Mm. And then he called me the next day. He said, did you get on? I said, hell motherfucking yeah, I got on that <laughs> <laughs> Nice. But when I tell you, I'm talking like, yo, getting home from that show, like sun coming up type shit. Yeah, I feel you. That's, that, that was the life that we lived, though. I'm going to tell you what else, though, what was so crazy about that night. Because people in there used to support. And there was one rapper. I don't want to say his name on here because I don't fuck with him no more. Um, he's a fuck nigga. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> but he's Damn. super talented, nonetheless. Super talented fuck nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Um, but he, I'm telling you, he used to come in there with droves of people. And people would just be singing. It's like It was crazy. Like... The support, like people used to, it used to feel like you. You remember the movie Eight Mile? Mm-hmm. It was like that type of feeling. In okay. There. And I never forget, I got on stage and I was doing a remix to um, Quiet Storm. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the beat would drop, and I would get ready to just, I could taste the words coming out my mouth. The fucking all, it was a blackout. Mm. All the electricity goes out. What? Yes. And That's then I was happened. like, so then they start like. Oh, they saw right. So I could just freestyle on some shit. So I'm I'm up there freestyling, and then they drop the beat. They get everything working again. They drop the beat, and so as soon as that beat is about to drop again, the shit goes out again. Mm. So shout out to Shy. She used to put on all these shows or whatever that me and KB on used to. We've done tons of shows with her over the years, and um, 
finally the third time was a charm and i was actually to get my sh- able to get my shit off when i tell you people were showing so much love we became regulars in there and then the following week Kavion came and he got his shit off you know what i'm saying oh. but it was a crazy time and that was one time that i just really remember people just being so hungry and being outside just genuinely wanting to support but the crowd is different you know the difference between those crowds where people are like okay it's a competition Mm -hmm. and typically like you said with the shows where it's mostly singers that's what i i personally felt that energy more yeah yeah, like who's really gonna kill it you know what i'm saying yo i remember i I did a show um rest in peace to dj megatron oh dj megatron yeah yeah r.i.p so he um he actually was hosting the joint and um it's going to open up for J.R. Ryder. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So uh, He just you, sneaks that in there. Sorry. So Fun funny. fact. You're so funny. <laughs> yeah, so we did a showcase. I mean, it was a showcase. It was like, man, it was rappers, you know what I'm saying? But then it was one of those situations where it's like, it was a bunch of acts before me. It's like, oh, what am I going on? It's like, uh, oh, yeah, you're going on next. And then next don't ever come until. Right, right. So, yo, I had dancers and everything ready for that for that night. So anyway, so it was rapper after rapper after rapper after rapper. Ain't no R&B shit. Pop okay. Me. So my time comes on. I was like, finally. Yo, when I bust, bust up on the stage, yo, I'm talking about like, yo, crowd was going crazy. Crazy. Cray, cheering. Cray, cray. Yo, even to the point where like after the show, this white boy came up to me. He was like, yo, bro, love your hack, man. Like, yo, <laughs> hot 97 is down the block, bro. You should take your shit right there, man. Like, yo, you need to be on there, man. I was yeah. like, yo. I yeah. got you, bro. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah. Yeah, that's and you know what I'm saying? That feeling of just and then and then you return the favor, obviously. Of course. When they get on there, you you listen to that set, you get into the set, you you really, you know, it's it's a it's a com it's a camaraderie. But you know what? Me me unlike other maybe uh, unlike a lot of other people that were there, like I'm listening to these people a lot of these Absolutely. acts. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, this dude is fire. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You you hear shit like, yo, and you appreciate because we're there really for the for the art. And the music. Well, I'm hoping that this is just the vibe that everyone's in right now. I think we it all kind of so. we kind of missed each other because of COVID. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, so yeah, now, because yeah. remember back in the day, everybody would leave as soon as their people performed. They would only come there to support their people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So the the spot stayed packed all night because people were genuinely there trying to show love. So I'm yeah. hoping that that's that's the energy we in. It was a because dope. if so, was, all the acts was dope. Every single act was dope. Yo, what's my little little homie name? Uh, just just, just Kevin? Kevin. Oh, Yo, shout out to That's just my Kevin. guy right there. Yo, what? He was fire. Yo, he, he was had fire. Such, such a different type of feel to his music. Like he almost sounded like a weekend. And the, he's up there singing love music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, a few people. It did was that. dark. You know what I'm saying? It was very dark. Even even my sister, like she was rapping, but she's still rapping about real things. Like everybody was up there really bearing, yeah, yeah. bearing facts, their facts, soul. Facts, facts, You know, and I thought that was I thought that was dope. I haven't been to a show that dope in a minute. So yeah. shout out all the artists that was amazing. who showed love. We're probably gonna play we're gonna play a joint for one of the artists tonight. Tonight, for sure. Um as our joint. So, so yeah. yeah, man. So what are we getting into anyway? I'm sorry. We we just went on a whole tangent. Well, I'm sorry, guys. I mean, come on. What do you yeah. mean? You don't have to apologize for that. Sorry. That's a yes. part of the show. Exactly. It's they want to know what we've been up to, and there's no way I'm going to be outside and not let y'all know. Exactly. Especially when it's on some beatnik shit. You're done, though. Um, <clears throat> so it's funny that I think it was a great segue into what we wanted to discuss today, actually, because we want to talk about the importance of artists who truly love what they do um, making that transition into monetization. Mm-hmm. And as long as we've been doing the show now, we haven't really actually spoke about this. I think because we're trying to get ourselves and everyone else who are like-minded to remind them of their passion and remind them to do it. 
Right. But then when you get past it, there's another there's another level. jump that you got to take. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Another level. level to get to. Yep. And that's actually being able to monetize. Right. So what are your thoughts? Um, Honestly, in a perfect world, it would be great for for people to just do what they love and for them to be able to monetize off of that. Well, yeah. I mean, we can. Yeah. Of you course, know, def- but definitely. I think that, you know, because... You know, you have your artists who genuinely have a passion for something. So they're not doing it for the bag, right? Right. But eventually, it's like, okay, why am I doing this? Okay, I know I love it. I know I'm going to do it until I die, until I take my last breath. Cool. What if if this could actually be my job? Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? And how do we we take that step? Because I think sometimes artists, real artists, see... It's so crazy how pride works because the artists who continuously get bashed on the internet by people who love the work, who love doing this and who do it for a purpose, we're constantly talking about, oh, you know, music is this now, music is that, but they're, they don't care. Right. They're not shy about selling what they have to offer. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think a, I think a lot of us artists, you know, we have, we, we were very um, emotionally attached to our work. And so sometimes to us, it's bigger than money. It's mm-hmm. more than that. But how do we find that balance? Yeah. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like how do we how do we say okay, we're going to step out and do something a little different. You know? Well, different how? Like Well, I mean, think about it, right? For years, artists, especially in music, um it's a little bit different for me with like my painting and stuff like that because I can consistently make money off of that because I don't know something that people buy maybe the music scene is just oversaturated i don't know what it is okay um and also you know when we talk in monetization we're talking about real money not the crumbs or the less than crumbs that you get from streaming right because even artists who are on and have great careers and are famous and rich or oh, they complain about that streaming they complain shit. about streaming streaming is bullshit streaming is ass bro Yeah, straight bullshit you yeah. feel me so how do we think outside of the box right and figure out another way to do it. I have I have my thoughts, but I would like to know what do you think? I mean, you just got to be very creative with shit. Like for me, for instance, right? Like I have a studio. Mm-hmm. Initially, when I built this studio, I built it for me. Okay. And 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 basically for my peoples. Okay. To kind of have a, a location to come and record. We just want to create. We just want to shoot shoot the shit. Right. And and, and you know, it's just I built it for for us basically. Right. Okay. But at a point in time, it came where I needed. I needed to turn it into something to to monetize. That's right. So I switched it into a business and turned it into a studio. Okay. To to where I can rent it out for studio time, whether it's recording for songs or radio, podcasting, whatever. So I just had to kind of like make a pivot. Okay. You know what I mean? And so for you, it's kind of ill because... Your studio is kind of like an extension of your music, right? Yeah. So even though you had to turn it into a business, you still got to be in the music world, if that makes any sense. And then, Correct. of course, it was still available to you for whenever you needed to use it for your own for your own personal projects. Right. So you kind of had a best best of both worlds thing kind of going. Something like that. Yeah, and exactly. I think I think that's great because, you know what, if you're working on a project, <clears throat> excuse me, during tough times, you could say, you know what, I'm over. I'm working on my project right now, but I'm gonna open up the studio. For, you know what I'm saying, X, Y, Z amount of weeks. It's just like Kavion, you know, he makes his own schedule. He's off on weekends, but he has gotten it to a point where 
he he works the studio just to get what he needs. You get what right, I'm saying? Right, right. And so I think it's ill because it gives you that freedom while you work on what you really love that a lot of times doesn't come with any monetary <laughs> appreciation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think that's great that you're able to kind of do both. Right, and right. I know that it gets on y'all nerves. We talk about it all the time. Right. Of you course. know, because we don't care. it's still, it still becomes, it becomes a job. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And so, the worst thing that you want the music to feel like is a job, right? Because then you start to lose the love for that. You'll go through those moments where you're losing the love for your actual passion, right? Yeah. Or you're just you burnt out. Living in, in regret after that. It's like, yeah, you and then you're like, oh, my God, I want to do my thing. I want to mm-hmm. do my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to sit here and listen to this or have to record that or have to hours of mixing. Right. Listen to blah, blah, blah. You get what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) like after a while, it's like Jesus take the wheel. Yeah, right. It's disheartening after a while. Yeah. So I could definitely see how that could be. Um. So when I first started out, you know, back in the day, it was all about getting a record deal. Oh yeah. I'm saying that's how. That's how you were gonna get the money. You know what I'm saying? That's how you're gonna be successful and all of the things, right? So making the transition, I just feel like for me. My timing is very weird. Like I think about it all the time and I'm like, I come from that, but then I was still in it while it transitioned to what it is now. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's really finding a comfort level, which when you're comfortable, you're probably stagnant. So I, I play with the idea of making myself uncomfortable about things. Mm. But the truth of the matter is it's hard. I think some people are really just great at selling Right. Whether it's selling themselves, whether it's selling insurance. <laughs> you oh, know yeah, what I'm exactly. Whether, Some people yeah, are yeah. just good at sales, right. right? Some people make a living on sales. Mm-hmm. So I think that the era that we're in now, people are just good at sales. I don't consider myself good at sales. And so for me, it's hard for me to sell myself, if that makes any sense. No, I, to- I don't feel I comfortable. Totally, I totally fucking agree because I am exactly the same way. You know, what I what I know is exactly what I do. Okay. I exactly. produce, I, I sing, I write, I write right. I, you know what I mean? That's, this is what I do. Right. And you want to be able to lock in and only do that. Exactly. But now we're in like the one man band show where Fa- you've got to be able to do it all. You've got to be able to shoot the content, re- edit the content, release the content, still, still make the music, mm-hmm. still make it good. Right. And all of the other things that you got to do as well. So may I, I, let me ask you a question where that's concerned. Do you think it's something that maybe we kind of like create created um, so much of a pathway for ourselves to kind of do? Absolutely. I think that even this platform here, Life of a Beatnik podcast, was created in the sense of where like, listen, since we feel drowned out or we feel that other platforms are oversaturated <clears throat> and not only are you not hearing us, but there's so many other artists, as we just spoke about, who are out of this world Let's create a platform for all of us. And right. Let's build on that. That way, when no other radio station, when no other platform is playing us, we can play ourselves. We can play ourselves, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's what it's about. That was definitely the intention. Um, but do you think it, it could also be like a level, a level of hindrance to our... To absolutely our- not. Because we've already shown, we've already, we know what we're uncomfortable with already. So the, 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 the thing is to be able, the goal is to be able to create different ways to do things until you find the way that works for you. I get, you get that. what I mean? I get that. But I'm talking about allowing, for instance, we, we know what we're good at, right? Right. And we know that 
things that we may not be good at. Right. So we would need to actually maybe deal with somebody that is good at these things. This is true too, but I mean versus spending the 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 the, the, the brain power the long the longer time to go about to learn and you know what I mean, et cetera. It's not not saying we can't learn these things, but it's, it's a it's, it's a longer it's journey. It's time consuming. Exactly. When you want to spend that time creating. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Which and it's, which, it's, which you know, will hinder you. <clears throat> which can hinder you. At at some point where you hinder your creativity. Absolutely, when you you're worried about all the other things. Exactly. I actually read a um a comment on a post. I think I was I think it was on YouTube, and a person said when they started when they first started creating content for YouTube, they loved it because they loved what they were creating the content for. Mm. But once they started getting traction, they started being a slave to the numbers and the metrics, and then they just literally didn't love doing it anymore. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And I think it's important, like, even with us, like, we have people that get mad at us, y'all. Like, they be like, yo, what's the cash app? Like, da, da, da. like we're not even focusing on that. You know what I mean? So we yeah, can even yeah. use the show as an example of what we're speaking about today. Because for myself, and I believe for you as well, we want to make sure that we deserve whatever's coming to us, right? Facts, facts. So you got to crawl before you walk. I have that crawl before you walk kind of mentality. Yeah. But there are people who just jump and they just go yeah, they yeah just figure out what they land and figure it out along the way well we, we, we are a different type of, of individual because we're all about the art and the quality the quality we want yes. to make sure quality is there yes we're all about that yes yeah and I have been yeah always always have been you know from the from the time we started doing this music yes so us doing the show any other way just it just right it wouldn't it, it would it, be, it'll be a, a totally a total disregard to our craft exactly you know and a terrible that, example that, that. Of, of of everything that we do i you agree know, a terrible representation yeah actually you know? i think see the thing about it right is it's quality over quantity and i think that once we have perfected the quality then we can sleep at night we know that people are going to tap in right yeah and so all of you <clears throat> all of you listeners who are already tapping with us that's why we make it our business to thank you every time we post. We make it our business to thank you every time we tape a show because it's important because your feedback is what keeps us growing and getting better and putting ourselves in a position to win monetarily. Yeah. Thanks. Right. And as you can see, the consistency is there. It's almost like practice for everything that we want to be right. So we want to be consistent with the music. So we've been consistent with the show. We want to build a platform for our music. So we built the show. I you mean, know what I'm saying? I mean, look at the background. Look, look where we came from. Like, I mean, right. Like we have to, you know what? That's it's no longer red and red and black. We here have anymore. to, we have to post a before and after just, yeah, just yeah. for, just like, for the people in the back, just for the shock value. Like, yo, do you see this shit? Yeah. Work has been done. Work has been done. Yeah. Put in the work has definitely yeah, yeah. been done. So, yeah. Um, I also, your question though, I wanted to touch on that. Because you said, do you feel like it's a hindrance not being able to, you know, not being good at at spending the time on promotion and the posting and the creating of the content and all that for ourselves? And I mm. believe that you are right about that for the simple fact that right now I'm working on a submission for an opportunity for my artwork. Mm -hmm. And bro, when I tell you, like, I'm playing myself, like I have so much work to do. I literally have to have my head in the book. Like my head has to be glued to my canvas this weekend. Right. But the thing about it is the opportunities come and then you just knock them out. So they're already there. I don't have to figure them out. Yeah. Now, there might be certain things I might seek out for myself with that. But a lot of stuff just comes to me. And for those of you that follow the Fat Black Art page, I do apologize that I haven't been posting. But I've been working and just haven't been focused on filming content. But I will start back up soon. But even with that being said, even with that being said, it's like 
once you're out there, it, that type of artwork lives forever. So a person could see my page right now and hit me up for something. I don't t- I don't necessarily have to be constantly posting. Right. In order to to run that type of business. Right. right. You get what I'm saying? And like I said, the opportunities come and I, I pick the ones I want to do and I work on those and I give myself deadlines. It's a lot more. It's almost like I have management in a way. You get what I'm saying? Because people are constantly sending me stuff. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So I'm working on one now and it's just like, okay, the deadline is already set. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to worry about that. But here's the flip side. It's like, what if now you decided to put in that extra work, that extra footwork and to, to even generate more revenue? You know what I'm saying? Well, that's always, there's always the question that that lingers. Now that's the thing about artwork and Kavion and I have had, this debate a few times because he's like oh you got to be posting content on tiktok da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. but in order for me to post that business on a regular basis i need to be creating stuff right every time like i don't particularly sit there and draw and paint every single day you get what i'm saying so but, but, but it's, it's very hard to create those short form types of content in that type of business but you see that's that's just the, that's just the thing right there you see we think this is what we need to do as far as creating the content. Content could be anything that you want it to be. True. Whether it's an art page or a music page, the content is whatever you make it just to attract. But then we have that same stigma. Right. Right? Because we want it to be perfect. All the time. You get what I'm saying? That's usually the shit that keeps a lot a lot of us back, though. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if, if there's one thing, I, I've said it before. My art business has definitely felt more like a nine to five, but I'm still grateful for it because at the end of the day, it's still a skill that God gave me to be able to use. Um, And it hasn't failed me yet. Right. But at the same time, it's like, yo, like it starts to feel like work. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not as enjoyable. It is when, once I get going, but sometimes I'll be like, oh my God. It it becomes a mental strain. Right. Which I try my best. I, I turn that on and off. As frequently as I need to, just because I don't want it to feel like that. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you're human. And also at the same time, can I complain because I'm actually monetizing from it? Right. You get what I'm saying? Because that's the issue. I think that that sometimes is the hang up with us with our music. It's like, oh my God, I'm putting in all this work. Think about all the music we've released for free. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? So we we probably put more more money into it than more money we've gotten out of it. Absolutely. And then we're coming from a place of doing live shows, bands, background singers, dancers, whatever. It works. You talking about how much money motherfuckers spent on just band members? Thousands and thousands. Oh, well, no, fuck fuck that. Fuck fuck the show, the rehearsals. No, all of it. You get what I'm saying? All of it. Right. And then, like I said, you have a studio to use. A lot of people have to go and record and pay for their studio time. Yo, this is one of the reasons why I built the fucking studios. It's because of that said reason. Facts. You know what I mean? Because I didn't want to be having to spend hundreds of dollars any longer. Uh, And trust me, I was one of those artists that that went through the fucking, you know what I mean? Trenches. The trenches. For real, for real. Like, I've been to many studios. Yeah. And paid my, my dues and paid my money, you know what I mean? And yeah. and I, I, I kind of had to, like, develop and learn the craft. Yeah. And and just kind of do it myself. And see, and I think that's so dope because you could have had the intention to do that, but then just not been good at it. Yeah, yeah. It's like you made sure that you jumped into the craft and learned it, which is basically the same thing that we can do with 
just posting more, creating content, da, da, da. but I, I do feel like there's a place for every person to do things just the right way that that works for them. Yeah. Well, the beauty you know of it, I mean? though, is the reason why I became as good as I, I am now is because of I surrounded myself with a certain type of people. Right. Like like G-Men was, was a huge, huge influence. Shout out to my guy right there. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the brother, brother from another studios. mother. You feel me? Hit him up for like, you know what I mean? If you need some videos, some photography, Gravity Studios. Yeah, definitely. man, that's family. You feel me? But yeah, you know, it's, I, I surrounded myself with, with, with very knowledgeable people and people that were better than me. And also people who were willing to share the information. Yeah, 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 facts, facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because I think a lot of times people, like even, oh, you know, hold that shit we're working chest. on, once again, <laughs> I know y'all have heard this from us a gazillion trillion times, but yes, we are growing our team yeah. and God willing, things will work out and we'll be able to give you more content. Um, You know. <clears throat> yeah, shout out to Tassanim. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, shout out to um. Mr. Dunya, who has put us on to some of the people that he was working with on word. some of his content and videos and things like that. Um, so the word is spreading and people want to be a part of the show. And for us, you know, at the end of the day, we can be as as ambitious as we want to be. But as y'all know, it's just me and Tico here. So we're doing it all on our own and we're trying to focus on bringing you the best quality well, of yep, the show. Yep, yep. So it gets hard and actually gets overwhelming when we're trying to do all the admin stuff too, because we have our admin nights and we sit here all night, just trying to figure out the schedule or figure out how to post this video. And still maybe to this day, haven't figured it out because once again, we know our strengths and weaknesses. And so sometimes it's just frustrating. Cause you're like, damn, I'm literally just not good at this. Right, like right. you said, you bring people in who can do it, but they've got to be willing to, they've got to be available. We got to find the right person. You got to find a person who can take your constructive criticism, a person who, you know, isn't going to charge who's more willing to just do the work to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Who's down for the cause willing to just do the work because you know? once the work is done, I, and I do think that some things are easier to monetize than others. But when I do release music it's definitely not going to just be available for free. I think that us as independent artists need to focus on the people that focus on us. Yeah. And if those people are going to support us, if there's a hundred people that are going to support you, put your music on your own website and let them buy the music from you yeah, and I, let yourself feel appreciated. And at least if for nothing else, mm -hmm. get your studio time right back. Facts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, Be it's ways to think about it in a business sense. Yeah. Because you know? yeah, th that whole streaming shit is definitely for the birds. Facts. You know what I mean? Like Fiznax. Yo, honestly, people out there, like they're, people they're, are being robbed. They're just, they're just raping artists. Crazy. Like it should, it shouldn't be this way. It's you so know, crazy. Um, these, these conglomerates, they're just making making mo all the money. Yeah. You know, and you're from putting in all the work. All the work. We put in most of the work and then we get nothing out of it. You know, where were the days where we they you know, we can just get people to just pay a dollar for our fucking Yeah. For our records. And I don't care what anybody said. When we had the physical copies of our CDs, we knew that was it. If we if we were going to the to the city that's for sales, anything, that's sales, right? That was there. guaranteed bread. That's sales. And it and it and it, it um it lightened the blow, right? Because if I had to take a show, if I had to take a um, a train out to the city and I was doing a show, right? Let's say I had a band. Right. If I had my CDs with me, I'm making that money right there. There's been the times band. I've used that money just to pay the just band. Just to pay the fucking Even band. if I don't have nothing left but a Metro card after that. You get what I'm even saying? Even if you break even. That's it. Yeah. But it's definitely more than what what's happening on a regular basis. Yeah. Facts. Unless, and, and also, let's, let's keep it a buck. A lot of times... 
these independent artists have, a lot of them have great teams and they can make it look like it's popping. You feel what I'm saying? And, you know, even though that's not our goal, we still want to be able to do our thing our way. But I think there's definitely got to be, I, I think we got to do away with the old way of thinking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's time to market. It's time to promote. It's time to do all these things for yourself because that's just the way it's got to be done. I mean, the show is doing great and we, we promote, we do, but we don't do a, a fraction of the promotion that we need to be doing for the show. Right. So just imagine if we did, just like you said about fat black art, just imagine if you did or if you could. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's because we just have, you know, just life. We just be life. Yeah. Well, having yeah. a team is very important. If you're blessed yeah. enough to have a team um, and if your team is doing shit for you for free, hit them off with something, please. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Show your appreciation to your team. Because, you have to show gratitude. Yo, it's not to be taken for granted, man. The people behind the cameras, the people behind the music, the people, you know, mixing your shit, the people uploading your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I mean, that's something to be grateful for, for real. I agree. Sure, yeah. for sure. So I, um, you know, when when Willie, the hungry man, shout out Willie, he came to the show a few weeks back. And um, we actually got up for coffee and he was just telling me, he was like, yo, man, he was like, some, he said he randomly checked his tune car and he had like $3,000 in there. What? But that's he's dope. like, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's what's up. That's a nice surprise when you weren't expecting it. That's a dope it. surprise. But he's like, nah, he was like, I, he said, I saw that. And I was like, yo, he's like, I mean, I definitely got the bread. He was like, but he's like, when I think about my numbers and the amount of work that I put in and the amount of, you know, money sleepless spent. nights and money spent and He's just like, yo, this is not adding up. And he feels like he's getting to a place where he feels like, is it worth it? And that really hurt me. You know what I'm saying? Because I hate to, I hate, I've been there. We've all been there. And I hate to feel like, like that because of the lack of money, the lack of return. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really a buzzkill. It is. And I think that people just get to a point where they're like, yo, I don't want to do this for fun anymore. Yeah. You know? And that's why probably most, a lot of us give up. Most of us give up. Yeah, unless you just accept the fact that you're doing it for fun. And a lot of times people accept that and then the opportunities come as well. So that's why not quitting is important. Keep going is is important. And this is like the pot calling the kettle black, <laughs> black as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I get it. Uh, don't ever think I don't understand. I definitely get it. I understand. And I'm kind of like on the outside looking in. I'm kind of playing both roles now because I want to be a part of the revolution of music, you know, good music, having a place and people feeling like, damn, I can actually do this. And I might not be a gazillionaire, but I can actually make a salary that a job would have paid me. A decent job would have paid me by doing what I love Facts. just by taking the time to whether it's to learn or to hire someone to invest, to get someone to help you to get to where you deserve to be monetarily. I agree. Yeah, because that's that's really all we want in life is to be able to comfortably do what we love to do and make make yeah. make a living off. Of and it. until then, it's never really comfortable. Mm -hmm. Do you think that fear is a part of it? You think that people have a fear of like it might just actually work out? Fear is a big part of it. A lot of people are scared of success, believe it or not. Mm. As much as they might want something. As much as they might want something, they they just don't know how to handle it. Yeah. Or or, or even to move forward. Sometimes even I I, I think to myself. Maybe I I suffer from that at times. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and what makes me not what makes me not push forward and put put more work in? Yeah. 
Yeah. Or just put more work in because you definitely put work into the craft. That's that's goes without saying. Maybe just delegating that energy to diff other important areas. It becomes of a, making it, it, it becomes a mental strain after a while because I spent so much energy putting into bringing the sound to where it sounds like. Like this shit is not easy. No. You, you know make I mean? it look easy, but it's yeah. definitely hard work. It's hard fucking work. It takes hours of work, like just just to mix and master and shit like that. Sometimes, Rex. Sometimes you could get a, a quick mix uh, on joints, and then sometimes you could take a longer mix. Yeah. Some things because sonically you got to make shit sound correct. You know what I mean? So it may take a little longer at times. Yeah. And I would assume because you're also recording yourself and. Whoever you're featuring on a record, come on, Listen, you're like you're like you over scrutinizing every yeah. little piece of it. So, you know, it, it's hard for you to just like take yourself out of that mode to now say, "Oh, I'm gonna cut this video up and try to get some YouTube views." And you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's really hard. It's really about taking on all these these multiple different hats, right? And wearing them all well. And for those out there who do it, it's it's really amazing to see, honestly. Yeah, it maybe, really is. Maybe if I, if I was a, a bunch younger and I didn't have responsibilities, maybe I would have been able to to kind of like do everything. But also, myself. this is the beauty. Now we know that the record industry is raping you records. We know this, but there was one thing that was beautiful about having a a machine. They were doing everything for you. All you had to do was worry about this, this, developing yourself as an artist. Facts. And if you were shy. If you were an introvert, no matter none of that mattered, you were still going to be out there for everybody to see facts, you. Facts. But now if you're those things just naturally who you are, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a battle because you're just not the type of person to be putting yourself in everyone's face. Right. You get what I mean? Yeah. And then you deal with the scrutiny from certain people. You mean just not like what someone says. Right. Say, and, say and so you. that fear kicks in and then you might just be like, fuck it, I'm not going to do it. And yeah, you just become reclusive. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Next you know, you're holding on to all this dope ass work because it's up to you to put it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you sign to a label, you got deadlines. There's nothing you can do. It doesn't matter how fucking scared you are. The album's coming out on the 12th, bitch. You right. get what I'm saying? Exactly. And you're going to have to rise to the occasion on some sink or swim type shit. So, you know, it's, 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 there is something to be said. It's a real thing. Like, having the people and everyone playing their position to get that bread. And then on top of that, when everybody's working on it, everybody knows their payday's coming. So everybody's going to do their jobs at the highest level. Facts. Now it might not start out that way. And that is a problem because, <clears throat> excuse me, sometimes you don't always have the money up front. It's like, all right, I give you stake in the company. You get what I'm saying? Or I even give you points on the album. Right. But we got to get to this money. Right, right, right. You know, right. And, and in order for you to help me get to the money, I got to do this work. Right. I can't do that. I got to be doing this. You know, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so bottom line, a lot most of us are probably not good marketers at the end of the day. Right? Yeah. And we've learned that, you know, marketing, I mean, we've only always known it, but when you're faced so head on with it and it's just you and your music. Yeah. Because coming up, you know, we've had the the management and we had the group members and everybody kind of had legs mm -hmm. different places. If you went and visited your, your auntie out in VA CDs was going there, you facts, know what I'm saying? Facts. And I'm, you know, overseas. Yeah, too. You know what I'm you saying? Like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it was just, it was just different. You know what I mean? It was just, it was a lot easier and right. you could do it without being seen. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, when you're a person that doesn't really like to be seen all the time, it, it is very, very hard. It's hard. Yeah. And then when people are used to not seeing you and then all of a sudden, hey, buy my shit. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you hammering it into people's heads. Like you just, you just can't help but to feel some type of way. So yes, investing in marketing is important and having someone else just take the wheel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the, the beauty of it is, is that we do have free marketing tools at our disposal. We do. Right now. And they have like $5 boosting that you can do on, you know, whatever. If you're selling stuff on Etsy, you can do that. You can do that on Amazon. You can do it on Instagram. Yeah. So little things like that. We haven't tried it yet. But I wonder, do those things work? Do they help you or grow is it, legs? Or, or is it like, you know, generic shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I guess the only way to know is to see. And yeah. at the end of the day, I mean, the truth of the matter is Instagram is nothing but a big commercial for whatever it is that you're working on. Money comes when people go to your actual site and start uh, downloading your music and buying your merch. Facts. You know? Facts, facts, facts. And so, yeah, I mean, the time is definitely coming. We we know we have great supporters. So with the work that we've put into the show, we know that it's time to head into that next that next step. Yeah. And I'm excited about it. I just I just still struggle with figuring out how it's going to get done. And I mean, like I said, at this point, we're just probably going to get someone to do it for us. Yeah. Because it's a lot. It's I, a lot. I think we just need to just continue doing what we're doing, staying on top of it and just learn as we go and you know, we'll grow. Yeah, which is what we've been doing. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah I mean, y'all continue to hit us up at life would be naked podcast at gmail.com. And um, if you have any ideas, if you know anyone who wants to donate their time just to get us on track with certain things or drop some gems on us, we Shoot are always willing to learn. Um, hit us up and hit us up on the gram too uh, at Life of a Beatnik Podcast. Yeah, uh, we love hearing from y'all. We thank you so much for y'all feedback all the time. So now we about to get into this joint. Oh shit! Yeah, you forgot. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. come on. Like, yeah, we was. We got in there. That was some good verbal spying. Right, right, right. Let's go. Yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah. Let's go. So who we get about to get into? Um, So we're going to get into the goody, Mr. Two Shoes. We're going to get into one of his joints. Um, ah, good, goody Two Shoes. Get yeah, it. I think that's what he meant. I do think that's what he meant. Okay. But he had some He had some good joints. I'm, I'm going to play my favorite joint. I know you wanted me to play the other joint, but I'm going to play I'm gonna play Legends Live Good because okay. that song just, just did it for me. Okay. So we're going to get into this and y'all, you know, let us know what y'all think and uh, hit up two shoes on the gram. That's the number two S H O E S. His name is Goody, not with the I E, but he was a great artist nonetheless. Yeah, he was dope. He was and dope. I definitely love this song and let's get into it. This is Goody, Legends Live Good. All right, let's rock. Enhancements, this is real 
holy game. I could put this shit on ice so I could feed the flame. My God. Nice guy, well connected like Wi Fi. They love me. Cold blooded, cold bearer, permanently gold era. Go getter. Fucking with them rats, don't get you no cheddar. Me, myself, and I, that shit just flow better. Why would I, why would I, why would I, why would I lie? Why would I lie? Why would I lie? Why would I, why would I, why would I, why would I lie? Why would I lie? Why you gotta, 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 why you gotta try? Why would I keep it up? So hard, so hard, so hard. Why you gotta, why you gotta, why you gotta, why you gotta, why you gotta try? So hard, so hard, so hard. Hate me like the DMV Cause if they don't come correct I gotta keep it G I'm placing alphabets And trust me It ain't always better But when you hit They big you up Just like a coochie Born in hoodie season All about that stormy weather Address success with the best No room for trendy errors Stay out of jams And feed the fam My everyday endeavors Pray for the best Take to my knees And put my hands together Most importantly Forgive me for my sins Forgive whoever crossed me Cause we all know how it ends I be looking bossy Cause I'm all about my ends, not concerned with bad apples, more the root from which it stems. Lost a couple friends, I considered family. 2020 vision, you might see me lose my sanity. I'm nauseous. This the type of shit that make you lawless, regardless. I'ma keep on running like the faucet. Get it, steady getting from it what you give it. Don't gotta talk about it if you live it. If my back ain't to the wall, I'm on my pivot. Cause I've done some things myself, yeah, I admit it. I admit it. I was zoning. Yo, that song. I'm sorry. You know a song. Why would I? Why would I? Why would I? Why would I lie? Yo, that song is a vibe, and you're smoking and drinking. So I know you felt that shit. I was zoning. I was good. Yo, but but this is the thing, right? You know a song is dope when you hear it live for the first time, and you like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because usually we get spoiled by hearing the recording first. Mm -hmm. As soon as he started spitting that verse, I was like, oh nah. Nah, she was fine. Oh, nah, that like, shit was crazy. And wait, but the beat, that's I didn't what I'm even saying. realize how dope the beat the was. The beat was fucking dope. That, that shit little was... chord change. Mm-hmm. It had like some weird notes in there right yeah, there. Yeah, Ooh, up. Those are notes that give you the little um the chill bumps on your face. Yeah. Yeah. But, that, but that's hip hop right there. That was that shit's hip hop. That right was there. amazing. Yo, goody. Geez. Shout out to the homie, man. O-O-D-Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Goody Two Shoes. Legends Live Good. Y'all check out right. his EP. We got much more where that came from. Shout out Put Me On. 
The showcase was amazing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm just happy that we were there because, I mean, we were blessed with a lot of dope, dope, dope talent. You're done now. Yeah. So that was great. Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. So let me ask you this, right? Mm-hmm. Now that we're in the era of the bag, chasing the bag, you know what I'm saying? <sighs> do you feel like, and this is going to sound crazy though, but do you feel like part of the reason why certain artists may be such as ourselves, it's like we don't want to, we just don't want to follow the trend yeah, it feels like almost the I, whole getting money, tr- the whole getting money thing is like a trend. Um, and it's I don't know. I just feel like a lot of artists just fear to become to to not be to to they fear to to seem disingenuous. Yeah, I agree. You get what I mean? Yeah. And so I think that's where branding comes in as well, because you want to still be able to keep your authentic self and not feel like you don't. Want, nobody wants to feel like a dirty salesman or. You know, uh, uh, yeah, that too. I mean, of course, you still want to be true to yourself. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of the times when it's all about the bag, that's not genuinely who you are. And once again, yes, we all want to make money. We all want to live good and do what we love. But you really got to know who you are, and where you fit in all of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because there's plenty of artists that I love and I've never felt like they've sold me anything. Right. Like Sade. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) To know all of her music and to grow up on it, I don't feel like I was sold anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Facts, I don't facts. I don't feel like you like felt, you felt the artistry. Right. There's yeah. a there's a there's a very thin line between feeling like you like somebody and then just feeling like they're marketing to you. Right. You get what I mean? I get it. I get it. So whoever's doing the marketing has to they have to understand that that's what you want. They have to understand the scope of how you want to portray yourself. Right. To your audience. Mhm. Mhm. Because I've definitely, there's definitely been times where I've felt oversold. Right. On shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and hey, maybe that person made a million dollars. But if that's not how you want to do it, you need to make sure that you know what you want. And you also need to make sure that if you do decide to do things that way, that one, you don't burn out. And two, that you can keep up with your own demand. Right. But you talk about Sade. Now, Sade is a very unique artist because she's definitely one of those who stayed true to herself and did what she wanted to do absolutely no, I mean, no, nothing nothing what the label always contrary to what the label wanted right? right right it goes it gets no better than her i think she is the pinnacle of what exactly we're speaking about today on the show yeah but like she, she's consider, have, she would be considered an anomaly to me because a lot yeah. a lot of these artists that are signed to labels they they have to conform to whatever the label think you know they they forecast whatever the sound is um yes and no i mean look at an artist no, like a lot a lot yes but a lot, look at a alicia, lot keys. alicia keys has raw talent so right. they allowed her to showcase her raw talent and she she hasn't she hasn't really strayed from who she's been right this whole time uh, and I, also I, I, I get that but with her she disappears when she's not working and right, then right. when it's time for her to release something mm. then you see her more it's not an oversaturation yeah of her but that's either. that's not that's not the majority of the artists that are, are signed though not not all well, of them have I that mean, creative control so you make my point for me yeah. know who you are right you get what i'm saying so a person a person working for alicia keys can't give her a drake run you know mm. they, they can't set her up on a drake style campaign you know uh press press release run you know what i'm saying because it's not going to work for her right and i think a lot of times we don't really know what works for us we know what we know how we want to be perceived and we know that we want to stay as close we we you have to compromise and conform a little bit in order to get the work done in order to get it heard right but you have to know 
where your boundaries are. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. I could see myself being on my page and being like, y'all doing too much. <laughs> y'all doing too much. But it's working. Right, but y'all right. doing too much. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? I just It's just something about being true to myself that I will just not waver on. Right. You know what I mean? So you have to know. If you're a person that's like, yo, I don't give a fuck, blast my shit through, da, 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 da. it's the same thing I say about a person who decides to shake their ass for cash. Like, that works for you. I respect it. I do not judge you. Mm-hmm. But if you ain't that person, don't do it because down the line you're gonna feel some type of way about yourself. You but, get what I'm saying? But, but what what if there's there there's that type of person that that's that wants to do that for that immediate um, attention for the purpose to eventually be able to just chill? Exactly. I mean, I get that too, but you got to be okay with it. I mean. I'll use Cardi B as an example. Yeah, because there are consequences that come with that. Absolutely there are. I mean, Cardi B was, she came out and she wrecked shop. And now it's almost like she's completely afraid. To be public. To 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 to, to face herself musically. It's like I had this big album. It was so huge and it went diamond and all this fanfare. Now she literally has not put out another album because it's like, what if I don't do that good? Or what if, you get what I'm saying? It's like... You almost hindered yourself. It was so much. Cardi B, Cardi B, Cardi B. Cardi B. Now she got two kids and a husband. It's like, she might just want to chill. Mm-hmm. But we're expecting you to flood us with Cardi B now. You get what I'm saying? It's like, she can't come out and just be like, yo, times have changed. I'm trying to settle down. Nobody wants to hear that. Right. So maybe if the rollout was a little slower, maybe she would be paced right now. So that goes back to you get what uh, I mean. So this goes back to the conversation about the oversaturation. Oh, that's that's music. what I said. Yeah, it's yeah. the oversaturation. But some people are about that life. Drake mm-hmm. is about that life. He's 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 about that life. You cannot say anything about Drake's run when it comes to consistently doing things the way that he does them. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Yeah. Now, if Sade just decided that she wanted to be on some Drake shit or her fans would be like, what is happening here? Like, is she pressed for money or right, right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? It just, you got to know your, your, your audience. You yeah. got to know your fan base. You got to know who you're marketing to and how they like it. So, so do you think Drake is chasing the music or he's chasing the bag? Um, that's a, that's a good question because that could just be his creative process. And he could just be like, I made this and I want the world to hear it. Chris Brown is like that too. Chris Brown will throw out a single in a minute with no album attached to it. Just some shit he did and he just wants to dance and sing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely think there are still people who just are like, I want to just put, say put Chris, my shit Chris, out there. I would say Chris Brown's, yeah, definitely that dude. But Drake is more... He's more like a bag. He's, more he's about giving the more a bag. bag chaser. Yeah, he's more about the bag chaser. Yeah. And the attention grabber because for the... For, for the for that simple um situation with the whole Halle Berry shit, like Well, as y'all know, I was not feeling that. I yeah, like you 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 try you basically I don't know what happened exactly, but you, you basically try to get her permission. She said no. And you still put it out. So what the hell was the point? Yeah, that wasn't cool. I mean, he could have easily did anything else. So yeah. <clears throat> I think in the name of chasing the bag or chasing the greatness, whatever it is, once again, the integrity. Mm-hmm. You can't let the integrity be lost in the sauce, right? Right. Because no matter how, so once once again, you you realize that you're this person. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it, and then it becomes by any means necessary. Or I do what I want. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and then that's when those types of things happen because those are the things that make me be like, all right, I'm good. And that's exactly what I'm saying. Is like I am absolutely that artist. I'll be like, nah, my team did some bullshit. They did what? They use a picture of who? 
Oh, I'm airing you out. <laughs> I'm airing you the fuck out. Let me explain something to you, motherfuckers. Like, right, Halle right. Berry is a legend out here. We don't disrespect. You get what I'm saying? Like, you're going to yeah, hear yeah. that from my lips if it wasn't my idea. Right. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Because I think that can happen. I think that things can definitely slip through the cracks sometimes. Remember, these people have huge teams working on every single aspect of mm-hmm. The train. So yeah, so you can't you can't you can't be on top of every single step. No, but absolutely if I didn't agree with it, you will hear in my mouth about it. Like Right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, the pursuit of the pursuit I don't pursuit of the bag, the pursuit of greatness, this slipped through the cracks and I do not agree with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And money, listen, right now we got Saraji P. Henson really speaking her mind about oh, money. Oh yeah, I heard about that. So money is important when you feel like you've put in the work. Mm-hmm. I don't knock anyone for saying, yo, I'm, I'm I'm chasing the bag. I don't knock Drake for getting the bag when he knew he could. I'm going to drop something again, and I'm going to drop something again. I'm going to drop something again. Because chances are he probably is still having fun doing it, and he's getting the money too. Yeah. So I can't be mad at that. That's what all of us want to do. Right. You know, I just say do it your way. Figure out the way that works for you and do it your way so that you can keep up with yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Facts. And so that you don't turn around and look like a fluke because even – J. Cole Kendrick, look how long they've held their titles as the greatest of the generation, and they're pretty low key. Mm-hmm. You don't v- see them very much so. Yeah, you don't see them in our face every two seconds and know what they have for breakfast and <coughs> what color it was when it came out of them. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and, and those are those are those are my type of artists. Same, because we, I guess, we relate. Yeah, you know. Facts. So yeah, man, it's 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 it's. Yeah, we got to get to the bag. Unfortunately, we have to go out and we got to chase these dreams properly so that we can be done with with doing the things that we don't want to do to get by in life. Yeah. But it definitely is a transition. And like I said, for a person such as myself, who just I'm not good at sales. So I guess the the so, investment, so, so, the yeah. investment into yourself would would have to be into finding people who can do that for you. Is either sure. that or you learn how to do it? yourself i mean it's not that we don't know how to do it we absolutely know how to do it can we take time away from creating to do it i mean sometimes you think you know how to do it but then you you may not just um you you may get scarred by by results if you tried it before and not want to do it again so it all depends it's 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 a mixture i think we also have to get rid of the idea of what we think is great because a lot of the stuff that you Fears. see is not great. No, that's beyond fear. That's emotional attachment. Once again, it's emotional attachment to your work and thinking that, yo, this needs the perfect short video. This needs the perfect. It's not the right time and all of that shit. Mm. While everybody else around you is putting out stuff that's terrible and they don't care about if it's the right time or not. Right. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's actually stopped being so hard-headed with yourself, too. It's like, Maybe. yo. You can only you can only know once you try. Very true. For me, I think I'm going to be honest with everything that I have going on. It's definitely a time issue. Yeah, it's definitely a time issue because there are days literally where I am nonstop from the moment my feet touch the ground in the morning. Mm -hmm. I'm nonstop. I have to consistently find time to work out. I have a small child. I have to work and then I still got to do the show. Still got to write, you know what I'm saying, if I ever want to put out a project. Right, you get right, what I'm saying? Right. And then I have to record and make it good. Mm-hmm. And then I got to work on mixes. And I, and I still have to cook and clean and do all that regular shit, too. I don't know where I would find time to do, to put the energy into the show as far as marketing 
as much as it needs. You get what I'm saying? I definitely that believe that that's the area that we need some help, even if it's just in creating it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Once you monetize, the more you can invest. Facts. You get what I mean? So and that's another the, and thing as well. you can worry. That too. Yeah. So yeah, it's just something to think about. I mean, as much as we love what we do, we deserve, you deserve, all y'all out there, y'all deserve to be able to do what you love and make a living out of it. Facts. Focus on people who rock with you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to make a million dollars, but if you make 80 grand at your job, you make 60, 70 grand at your job, you could you can make that. That is obtainable. Mm-hmm. It's obtainable. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what was that artist name? Oh, shit, I forgot his name. That was Geo, that was Geo Allure. Yeah, Geo Allure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He had dope, a dope. he was vibing too. Yeah. Yeah. It's obtainable. Don't crash out, my young boys. Word, 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 word. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Shout out Gio Allure. Man, everybody there was just so dope. Yeah, we're going to get them on the show, though. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. We have a long list of motherfuckers that come on the show. Yeah. We always seem to get blessed that way. That one thing I will say is not one song on Beatnik Radio is trash. At all. Every single song. No, no matter the genre. On Beatnik Radio, no matter the genre, is fire. Mm-hmm. We appreciate y'all because, you know, that's what we, that's the way we envisioned it. And so mm-hmm. that's the reason how I know the picture of what I see in my mind. I know it's going to happen. I see it clear as day. It's like it's yep. right here in front yep, of my yep. face mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, everything mm-hmm. that we manifested as far as what we wanted, the quality of the show, it has been that. And we haven't even really had to try that hard. Yep. People send nice. us great music. We run into great artists all the time. All the time. I mean, Yo, it's, we, it's we, crazy. We, we actually caught a lot of love that night at the at the showcase. Yes, like yeah, yeah. like people definitely was like, "Yo, we want to come, we want to show love, da da da." Whatever y'all got going on, a mm-hmm. lot of reposts, and it's just from going out and networking and rubbing shoulders with people. Yep, yep, and supporting each other. And we're gonna continue to do so. Yes, yes, yeah, so. I'm excited. Leave it to leave it to me. Yeah, to in. to ban myself from makeup and then literally just like I told you last week, like I'm not doing it. I'm I'm I'm. I'm abstaining from makeup until my birthday. Mm. So, <clears throat> yeah, until then, I will not be putting foundation on my face. I'm working on my skin. Mm. I'm working on my hair, which is hard to do when I decide I want to swim damn near every day. But I'm making it happen. You'll be all right, man. You, you, yeah. don't, you don't need the makeup anyway. So. Yeah, but, you know, I like to be on my girly stuff. Yeah. You know? A little lip gloss, you know what I mean? Look, 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 lip gloss here nah, and there. it's not enough. Huh? It's not enough. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do for my birthday, but... um. I do know that I officially don't tell anyone how old I am. So <laughs> it's not, over with. Don't ask. No. Don't ask. Keep the mystique going. No questions. Word. Don't exactly. ask. Exactly. <laughs> it's know. over with. Me. Y'all gonna have to Google me, baby. Word. Me, like, I don't give done. a fuck. I mean, come on. I'm a, I'm a stereotypical woman when it comes to that. It's over. It's all good. It's over. It's all good. Like, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> Kai had the nerve to ask me how old I was a couple weeks ago. I was like, nah. <laughs> Yo, Sheena still, still, t- still says to Chase she's in her 20s. Exactly. Yeah. Come on, so see. Good. Sheena know what it is. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the, the best kept secret. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there. Like, yeah, I'm in crisis mode right now. <laughs> it's happening. You'll be all right. <laughs> Right, yo. I love y'all. I love y'all guys out there. We about uh, to get the fuck up out of here, yo. Yeah. So, yo, this is your boy Tico Riaz. It's your girl Kazami Safia. And this is Life, Life of, of a Beatnik Podcast. One. Bye, everybody. Follow us on Twitter, IG, Facebook, and YouTube. Life of a Beatnik Podcast.
Hey yo, hit us up on the Gmail. Life of a Beatnik Podcast at gmail.com. Life of a Beatnik Podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up at Fat Black Art at Katami Safia underscore K I T A M I S A F I Y A. Yo, hit me up on IG at T C O R I A Z. E E A T N I K. Life of a Beatnik. Look it up. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up.